You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison. Episode number 107. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at ProsperousPetBusiness.com forward slash podcast 107. Hi, pet business owners. I am so happy to be here with you today. In your ears. (laughs) Hello, hello. Oh, I am just thrilled to be here with you today. And I am excited about this coaching session. I had a coaching session with a person who creates dog products. This is not a pet service client, a coaching client. This is somebody who has an Etsy shop and she creates items for dogs, specifically dog halters, collars, and things like that. And she is looking though to add another business to her business (laughs) venture and she wants to add dog walking and pet sitting because she loves it. It'll work well for her with what she's currently doing, except one thing. She has a job that is not specifically a nine to five. It's more like an eight to four job, but it makes dog walking challenging. And so she's trying to figure out how to actually you know, add these services to her existing business, the dog product design business. So we're going to be talking about that today and brainstorming and going to be giving her some ideas. She also has some questions about hiring an admin assistant, email newsletters, you know, all this good stuff that really is required when you are creating any kind of business, really, but in particular with what she's wanting to create this pet sitting and dog walking business in addition to her dog product business. So fasten your seatbelts. Let's dive in. Here we go. And actually, (laughs) false alarm, 
Before I dive in to this coaching session, I want to remind you about the show notes page where there will be lots of links to really wonderful things, things that you might be interested in, lots of free things, like a link to the Prosperous Pet Business Facebook group. It's a free group. Check it out. And it is on the show notes page, plus many other things. Prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 107, the show notes page. And I'm going to repeat that. It's the number 107, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 107. And now, I promise, (laughs) we are going to jump in to the coaching session with Marie. Enjoy. Hi, Kristen. Hello, Marie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I am so happy to be working with you today. Thank you. What a joy and a pleasure. Great. So tell me a little bit about your business. I'd love to hear about it. So um, it all started in 2013. I adopted a... uh, American Foxhound from the pound, Bentley. He was a year and a half old. He um, had been turned in twice. So he had a lot of training to do, which I jumped right in. And there were certain things that, um, certain equipment and such that he needed. So being creative, I didn't want the blaze orange collar. So I created my own, Mm -hmm. put it on an Etsy store Mm -hmm. and it sold. I then created another, um, like a safety backup that goes Mm -hmm. between the collar and another collar so that, you know, they don't get, if they get loose from the one collar, they're still secure. Right. So that took off like gangbusters. I'm selling like one or two a day. I work full time Mm -hmm. right now. Um, During the pandemic, I was at home. They laid me off from that job. So I luckily found another job Monday through Friday, eight to four. Mm -hmm. But what I realized is through the pandemic, that was sort of a missed opportunity for me to kind of get on my own and do my own thing. I really enjoyed being home. I liked being creative. I liked being with the dog. Mm -hmm. Um, So now what I'm looking at, I found your book. Which um, book? 30 Days to Start Mm -hmm. and Grow Your Pet City Business, Dog Walking Business. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the way it's laid out. It like really speaks to the research planner part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of, part of my issue, I think, is I like to plan, I like to research, but then when it comes to taking the next step or doing the hard thing or putting mm-hmm. it out there, the lack of self-confidence, the mm-hmm. doubt comes in, the imposter syndrome comes in and yep. then I'm just like, okay. And then I kind of take a break from doing all that. Two weeks goes by, then I start back on it again. Yeah. Trying to um so how I would like to continue doing like the creative, the making the products, mm-hmm. 
Um, and adding in, like, as a side hustle or a main hustle to my side hustle, mm-hmm. the dog walking. Okay, great. Okay. Um, and is that in addition to your uh, Monday through Friday, eight to four, or you do eventually want to let that go? I eventually want to let that go, but at the moment, I can't. I yep. need that. I need that full time income. Got it. I have debt I have to take care of, which will be done in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, if I stay on the right track, great. Um, but yeah, I'd like to break away from that and just have the the online sales of my safety connector. Uh huh. Care for things and the dog walking pet sitting. Mm-hmm. Great. To round it all out, to make a full income. Perfect. So just so you know, dog walking, and you might know this already, but dog walking tends to be during the midday hours, which is when you have your job. So it's typically like 10 to three, maybe 11 to two. Right. So it's pretty rare that a client will want dog walking on the weekends. It's usually when they're working Monday through mm-hmm. Friday or some variation of that. So how are you thinking that you would like to start the dog walking or do you want to start with pet sitting? Because that's more doable with your current schedule. Pet sitting, let let me just share a little bit, sorry to interrupt you, but um, so pet sitting tends to be anywhere from like six to 9am and then again between six and 9pm. Occasionally there's a need for a midday visit for clients that you may be pet sitting for. And it generally runs like over a weekend time or one to two weeks, you know, at a time when people are on vacation. So I'm thinking that that could be something and maybe you just don't take on clients that need that midday visit. Now that could be a step in the direction. And then once you're ready to launch your dog walking, then you can let your pet sitting clients know, and they'll all, you already have a relationship with those pet sitting clients and they may right. want you to expand in terms of the services that you provide. So that's one idea. Right. Right. No, that is a good idea. Now, now I was initially thinking because where I live is a very densely populated, I'm in an apartment, mm-hmm. townhouses, there's condos all within you know, a five minute walk. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, and this might be more of a stretch and kind of where I get hung up is, you know, to take on the six to nine or the evening, um, I guess pet sitting and dog walking, drop in, visit, take the dog out, Mm -hmm. water, that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. That would be considered a pet visit. Exactly. Okay. I mean, yeah, the walk gets included if it if they have a dog. That's part of it. Right. For most right. people, they're going to want that as well as the feeding and the watering of plants and things like that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what I was thinking to do it within this small area that I live right. and keep my full-time job and try yep. not to like exhaust myself. I'd love to I love dealing with the people and talking about dogs. So I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm doing something that I like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be as exhausted. <laughs> exactly. It's very true. Actually, most entrepreneurs who start have a lot of energy for the first like 
two or three years, regardless of age or previous energy factor, you know, they get a lot of momentum from the passion that they have for starting this new venture. So what you're going to want to look at is really having a cap in terms of the number of visits that you're providing for each time set. So it's great that you have this potential client base that's all around you in a very close proximity to your home. That will serve you well and enable you to actually take on more than you would if you had to drive, you know, 15, 20 minutes away from wherever your home is. So what I'm going to recommend, I mean, typically visits tend to be 30 or 45 minutes is usually what pet sitters offer. So you're going to charge more if it's a 45 minute visit versus if it's a 30 minute visit. You're also Mm going to be charging more depending on the number of pets they have if there's medication that's needed or anything special, if you have to cook food for the dogs or, you know, do anything like that, there should be an additional charge for that. So just to kind of get a sense of what you're looking at in terms of time and, and money, not specifics about money, but just a rough idea around the extra charges that may ensue for clients. Right. So what I would say if I were you, because, you know, I'm thinking about this eight to four job, Um, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., you know, realistically, you're probably looking at two or three visits in the morning, two or three visits in the evening. You may find that that is too much, you know, but it might not be. If you have people, especially if you have like three different clients in one apartment building, Mm -hmm. it's basically like, you know, you can do in two hours, you could do three visits for 30 minutes each, you know. Maybe right. even less than that if, if they're in a short proximity to each other. Right. So, you know, but I wouldn't do, regardless of where everybody's located, I would not do more than three visits a day, N- not a day actually per time frame. So, the you know, three visits. Mm-hmm. So, six visits total, three visits in the morning, three visits in the evening. And, okay. you know, if somebody asks for a midday, you can just say, you know, unfortunately, I'm not available for that time period. But, you know, I am available for mornings and evenings. Right. Yeah. And you'll want to split it like 12 hours. So if you're doing a visit at 6 a.m. for a particular client, you're going to want to do it at 6 p.m. and not later than that. 12 hours is usually the amount of time that would be the max between visits. If you're only doing two visits a day for a particular client. Right. Right. (laughs) Just space it out so you can service Mm -hmm dog within exactly. an appropriate amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then the great thing about this too is you are, yes, you're creating a new venture in the pet sitting and dog walking, but that's going to be a real asset for you in terms of these um, dog collars and other items that you might design in the future. You know, you could potentially have a steady clientele from these pet sitting and dog walk, eventual dog walking clients. So it, they'll really feed nicely on each other right? and create nice income streams. Like, you know, right. if you do have clients in the nearby area or buyers in the nearby area who have bought your products, you might want to look at reaching out to them and saying, Hey, I'm starting a new pet sitting venture. You know, I'd love to take care of your pets. Right, right. Now I have, um, I just this year started selling at um, farmer markets. Great. And I was, I was thinking, 
you know, I don't have a whole lot of marketing materials or things um, for that nature, but I thought, I don't know if it would be worth advertising it there. Completely. Absolutely. Local, you're meeting people in person. They're seeing if they have a lot of people bring their dogs to farmer's markets. So they're going to see how you interact with the dog. Right. Right. Immediately, I would have dog treats, healthy dog treats, but you want to ask clients or people that approach your booth before giving them a treat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because some dogs are on special, special diets. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. What is the name of your design um, business? So Get a Dog Designs. Get a dog designs. Okay. So, so the story behind that is my sister had labs uh-huh. and, I, and I had cats and uh-huh. she would always tell me, get a dog, get a dog. It'll be fun. Get a dog. Oh. So when I got my dog, Bentley, who had a few issues, mm-hmm. resource guarding being one of them, mm-hmm. reactivity being one of them. He, he didn't ride in the car well. So the joke would be, get a dog, it'll be fine, get a dog. And I'm, you know, struggling. I love love him dearly. I wouldn't trade him for the world because he's he's given me lots of opportunities. And yeah, but it's just, you know, it's a little more work than yeah, (laughs) than a typical dog. He's so lucky to have you. Oh my goodness. So you know, you might even want to. I have a couple ideas in mind for this in terms of the name, but also Bentley. You know, did you adopt him from a rescue in your area? Uh, from the local pound. Okay. The animal control. Okay. So I would approach them and see if they have any ways that you might be able to sponsor events. I'm thinking about both your designs and this pet care business that you want to start. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could be a really great way 
to get clients as well. They might have an online newsletter or even a paper newsletter that they mail out. So I would reach out to them. Now, if it's a humane society type venture, they probably won't do that because humane society tends to not offer referrals for pet care companies or other types of companies. You could be a sponsor, but not necessarily, you know, would they allow that? Because that would be them endorsing you basically. And they're really reluctant to do that. But, you know, animal care is different. Also, you know, I would approach other rescue groups and just say, you know, I got this really challenging dog, you know, as a result of that, tell them your story. It's really interesting. Like I created this special collar to work with him. And now I'm starting, you know, it's expanding. I'm starting a pet care company. So that's one thing, you know, a way to kind of begin to market for both actually the design and pet care. And then for your name, you know, I would keep the name But I would just do, and it's funny, I am very reluctant to say pet care in terms of the business name, but with you, I'm going to offer a totally different, like each session is very customized for that particular person and you are no exception. So (laughs) for your business, I'm going to recommend that you do getadogpetcare.com. If you can do that. And then underneath that, what I would do is I would have in your logo that says get a dog pet care, you know, kind of in big letters, I would have dog walking and pet sitting underneath or pet sitting and dog walking underneath that. So that it's kind of all inclusive in your logo. Sure. And I would get that today on GoDaddy or wherever you buy domains. So I have, yeah, I have the get a dog designs. Yeah, that's going to be confusing for people because this is very different from a design. Right. I would pet care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this is an addition, not like you're giving up get a dog designs. You want to keep that. That's for a separate, totally separate, very different kind of business. Okay. We're talking about a second entity here, like a second person, you know, if you're thinking about your business like a person. Right. They're going to have a new name, right? But it's going to be there's no reason to let go of this get a dog name. Except you do want to add pet care to it. Right. You know, an action step I'm going to give you is to get that today. Getadogpetcare.com. And you might even want to get getadogpetsitting.com and getadogdogwalking.com. Just to kind of hold it as placeholders. Sure. You don't, you know, you then you can have those forwarded to get a dog pet care. Yeah. And, you know, eventually when you get this new website made, getadogpetcare.com, then what I would do is I would have a page for the Get a Dog Pet Care that talks about your designs. That would be in the navigational bar, you know, Okay. and it might be just store, you know, get a dog store, right? And then you send them to Get a Dog Designs. And then the same with Get a Dog Designs, I would have a link or a page in the navigational bar that says, you know, and I would, I would say something like, you want to keep it very short in terms of a navigational bar name, but you know, you might want to call it something like pet care in and whatever, like main county you cover. Okay. You know, 
that could be the name. So, you know, let's just say I'm just making something up like pet care in Williamsburg County or, you know, something like that. That would be the name of this particular menu bar page name. Then you would put information about your pet care. And, you know, I would have email lists for both of those businesses, you know, separate lists because they're very different, but they can also work together. So when you're sending out an email to get a dog design buyers, you know, I would let them know that you provide pet care in this particular area, tell their friends and family who live there, you know, if they are interested and you might even want to offer, I'm not a big discount person, but you might even want to start by offering like 10% off your first invoice for pet sitting. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, with getadogpetcare.com, separate email list, sending them an email, those particular people on there, it's going to be very small to start because you don't have anybody right now, but you will. Right. Right. And so then you're going to be letting them know about get a dog designs. You don't want to do the hardcore marketing, like buy this, buy that. But, you know, I would say maybe once a month, just to remind people of what you're offering for each list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So that I'm good at, I'm good at the planning. It's, it's actually when you have to take the leap to actually do it. Is where I where okay. I get stumbling block. I'm glad um, you said that. So what I'm going to recommend is that you get somebody to help you because that's going to be the antidote to the block. Okay, is you not doing it, but you being assisted by somebody who absolutely knows how to do these things. So what that okay. might look like is getting an admin assistant. They're very inexpensive. I mean, you can get really expensive admin assistance, but you're kind of on a shoestring budget here to begin. So we want to keep it low cost. So the thing is, is that there are admin assistants all over the country and they can be virtual. So you're just working with them. Like we're doing this coaching session right now, right? We live, I'm in Hawaii. Where are you located? East Coast, Maryland. Okay, yeah, we're we're kind of as far apart as you can get in the U.S. here, right? Right. Kind of funny, right? But here we are. And so, yep. same thing. Um, you can get an admin assistant who maybe lives in a an area where the cost of living is very low. Their hourly rate is going to be a lot lower than it might be if you get somebody in California where the cost of living is high or the East coast where the cost of living tends to be high in certain areas. So I would kind of go for somebody in the middle of the country, you know, and how you would find that person is you can place an ad on Upwork. It's U-P-W-O-R-K.com, Upwork.com. And you place an ad, you know, I would just say admin assistant needed um, and think about the various tasks that you need right? You could start with admin assistant needed to create email newsletter. Okay. And then, you know, part of the body of that ad would be you writing, you know, I need somebody who can put an email sign up box on my website. You know, you want to get really specific about what you need. And I also need somebody to create that email newsletter. I will provide the copy because you're going to want to provide that copy for them, the the information that's going to go on there. They can't just write it. I mean, you'll have to get a writer for that. That's a separate job. 
But okay. because, you know, you do want to save some money and you also know your business better than anybody else. Right now, I would say you provide the copy to your admin assistant. They then create an email newsletter. There are okay. lots of newsletter systems that you can do. You might want to look at them by cost, you know, okay. but maybe not. I mean, MailChimp is great and it's usually dependent upon the cost is dependent upon the number of emails in in the list that you have. Okay. So, you know, you can get MailChimp, you can get constant contact, you can get eye contact. Um, that's the letter I contact. So those are three that you can kind of begin to price and see. And in each one, whatever one you decide to go with, you can have two email lists. So you can have one for get a dog designs. It's just going to go to the people get a dog designs. And then you can have one for get a dog pet care. Okay. Yeah. And your admin assistant can help you with that. And, you know, you may find that they're charging 10 to $15 an hour. I would price it by the job though, if at all possible, or the project that you want, because what can happen with the hourly pricing is that sometimes it can be a lot more than you budgeted for. So, you know, I would think about how much do you want to spend on this? Okay. And, you know, you'll have to write that in the ad. There's a section after you've created the ad. Do you want to have this project be, you know, an amount by the completed project or by the hour? So you just put by the project and then you put the amount. So it might be like $100, you know, for creating both email lists for each business, setting you up in the newsletter system, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. one you decide to go with, and then putting a little sign-up box on each website. Now, you don't have Get a Dog Pet Care yet, but you will soon. So I'm going to look that up as soon as we get off the call. Great. Wonderful. Yeah, that's great. So we have just a couple minutes here. Any other questions that you have? No, this has been great. I think having the assistant or delegating those tasks to someone else will, will definitely help me get from going down the rabbit hole with looking up websites and then Mm -hmm. finding email lists. And then I want to make this project. And exactly. It'll keep you on, on track. And the thing too, that you want to say is with this um, newsletter, like I use constant contact for my newsletter. It doesn't mean you should, you know, I really want you to check out a few to see which one you, you like the best, but I use constant contact for my newsletter and I have to actually check it on my phone to make sure that it's mobile friendly mm-hmm. um, each time, because sometimes the font gets really tiny, the font, meaning, you know, the letters that are on there. Right, and right. if it's very tiny and it's not mobile friendly, you might as well not even send a newsletter out because people won't read it if it's too tiny. Sure. Um, so you want to make sure that it looks good in both computer, desktop, as well as mobile. And, okay. you know, these days about 70% of people, you know, they've done studies on constant contact, the email newsletter provider that I use. They've done okay. studies and, and it seems like about 70% of the people that get the newsletter, my newsletter tend to use cell phone to look at the newsletter. So that's why it's even more important because the predominant way of looking at a newsletter these days tends to be 
the phone. Through the phone, right? You yeah. have to be readable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Super important. So that's just, you know, some things to get started. But I would say anytime you're in a project that you're feeling really blocked on, Upwork will be one of your best friends to kind of get you through the hurdle of that. Okay. Because okay. you can just, there are so many people who need work right now that want to work. You want to make sure to check reviews. You know, you're going to want to invite people rather than just like create the ad and then nothing, you know, you don't do anything beyond that. You actually want to take it a step further and find providers on there who do that. So you would search for admin assistant and then begin to invite them to this particular job that you've created in Upwork. Right, right. And that'll ensure that, you know, you have a lot of people that it, it gets in front of their eyeballs <laughs> right? rather than right. just hoping that people see it, you know, there's a way. And I think you can invite up to 50 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, I would do the maximum. I mean, it'll mean that you're weeding through a lot, but, you know, maybe half of those people won't respond or they're not interested. Right. So, you know, maybe you have 25 people and maybe of those 25 five seem like they could be a really good fit. And what I would do because it's an admin assistant is set up a call with them, even though most of the work is going to be virtual with email and, you know, maybe even texting if you're texting them, but you want to get a sense of how you work with them, not in person, but, you know, in terms of video, just kind of getting a sense of them on, on camera, I would say that would be important. Okay. Yeah. No, that sounds great. I will. That, that will definitely help. Very good. good suggestions. Thank you very much. You are so welcome, Marie. It was a pleasure working with you today. You too. Yeah. Okay, my dear. You take good care. Good luck in your businesses. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you got a lot out of that session with Marie today. If you are interested in being coached on the podcast, you can apply. I would love, love, love to work with you. And you can apply to be on the podcast by going to the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 107. That is the number 107. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 107. In the show notes page, you will also find a link to the Prosperous Pet Business Facebook group. You will find a link to my Instagram. I am at petbizcoach. I'm also at Coach Kristen Morrison. That is Coach K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Everybody wants to put that E in there, but it's an I at the end. So Coach Kristen Morrison with two eyes. And I would love, love, love to connect with you on Instagram. I'd love for you to be in the Prosperous Pet Business Facebook group. It's such a warm and wonderful and supportive community that Facebook group. Also, my Instagram community is really supportive and wonderful too. Thank you to everyone who has followed me there. I love following you there. So if you want to connect with me, you can do that on Instagram. Again, I'm at petbizcoach, all one word, or Coach 
Kristen Morrison, all one word. That's three words, but all one. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day or evening, wherever you're at in the world. Where are you in the world? I would love to know. (laughs) Check out the show notes page, and you can find a link at the very bottom that says email me, and let me know where you're from. Shoot me an email, let me know, or fill out the application for the podcast to be coached on the podcast, and I will find out that way where you're located in the world. Regardless, I hope you have a beautiful day or evening wherever you are, and take good care. And thanks for being a wonderful listener. I'm so, so happy you're a listener of this podcast. Thank you so much. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.